<laughs> that had to be like the most cool noise ever. <laughs> well, luckily for you, I'm recording. It's all. Be my intro for segments. Tanya talks nonsense. Are you making sound effects? Whoop, whoop, whoop. What's, What's up, up motherfucker? <laughs> I'm making sound effects. <laughs> I can't wait for the first person to rip ass on a mic. <laughs> Challenge accepted. <laughs> Next time we have to podcast, I have, a, I have a fart building up. I'm holding it and just gonna. Oh, in, that'll be my my intro. Oh man, we ate some habanero salsa. That could just like happen today. today. <laughs> Fire in the hole. <laughs> literally fire in the hole <laughs> i was like what's this yellow sauce it looks pretty and tasty it looks pretty tasty and then i was like oh my god it's hot it's hot <laughs> fire my mouth is on fire she was like that wasn't one of the danger colors i'm like i'm thinking to myself it's yellow it fucking right out of the gate i think is a danger color <laughs> no yellow's happy like a sun like a smiley face what about the yellow a stoplight it means oh shit imminent danger Oh, speaking of oh shit, imminent danger, the cat just pried the door open. Hold on. <laughs> dun, 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 dun. Who, Not the cat. It's a kitten. Who in here? The kittens are smarter than us. <laughs> awesome. Apparently, I did not shut the door. No worries. I'm just kind of going through Reddit, seeing if there's anything new, exciting going on, and we use recent news, but I found that from one of the protests. What? Oh, I sent it to a messenger. There should be a oh, link to a on. picture in there. <laughs> Why should we go to school if you won't listen to the educated? Man. It's true. And the thing is, is that no matter how educated you are, it has been so constructed to oppress that. Mm -hmm. Hence, scientists killing themselves. Oppress yourself. <laughs> I've actually got an article. I haven't read it, unfortunately, because it was one of those long ones, and I forgot I had it bookmarked till now. But it's actually about that. It's about research reveals strategies for combating science misinformation. Oh, yeah. we fund things that are proper how about scientists do their job and be scientists and not bankers <laughs> and politicians yeah so how about politicians listen to scientists when they are actually talking about their field of expertise <laughs> <laughs> what yeah no, that's that's just that's fucking crazy crazy talk i know i'm asking too much why, yeah. why, you, why do you speak that language mm -hmm, yep This story is a bombshell, all right? Dozens of rich parents, including Hollywood actors, accused of straight up bribing their kids' way into college. I mean, some of these parents allegedly paid up to $6.5 million, which is insane. Honestly, for that amount of money, just buy a smarter kid. You know what's crazy about living in California where a good number of these schools are located and having lived in Massachusetts where this was originally being investigated, it only really kind of caught traction, I believe, because it's getting kind of lumped up into a federal investigation. Mm -hmm. But living in California, the some of the people I've talked to are like, well, everybody knows that's how it is. But yeah, but nobody's fucking happy about it. Just because <laughs> they haven't murdered you in your sleep doesn't mean I'm like, hey, it's fucking fun down here. Yeah. <laughs> we'll take that murder part out just in case something <laughs> happens to them. But Murder, murder, murder. <laughs> well, yeah, after the shooting the other day. <laughs> probably oh, good. Yep. Tyler broke my heart the horrific terror attack that unfolded in new zealand overnight not one but two mosques in christchurch were targeted the country's worst mass shooting ever the first words out of the first victim shot was hello brother just Jesus. to as a last ditch attempt to fucking connect with this mindless 
<laughs> gun-toting ape. Yeah. Who, you know, I, I read a little bit about him. The really tragic thing is, is that, you know, he was kind of a normal middle-class family, I, I want to say from Australia. And his dad was like an Iron Man in like 2010 or something like that. He died from uh, symptoms of cancer of some sort. Mm-hmm. From that, this gentleman, this young man, I would hardly call him a gentleman, got enough money to like travel the world. So that's what he did. So he went from like kind of being just a normal guy. You know, he's one of those guys who is like not really big into education. And he kind of followed in his dad's physical footsteps and became a trainer, which, by the way, is really hard to do. To get your license to become a trainer is an extremely difficult thing to do yeah. because you have to know so much about the anatomy. So, you know, he, he gets this inheritance and he's, he decides to travel the world and like... He sending messages back to everybody and saying what a, what a great time he's having. And one of the last times that his mother had received any kind of positive information from him was when he was in Pakistan, which if people don't know, Pakistanis, a good proportion of that population is Muslim. And he was like, everybody was so welcoming here and it was just so beautiful here. And and then like somewhere in between like that visit and like a very, very short time after that, something snapped. Yeah. And then... You know, and unfortunately you had this, but hello, brother. Yeah, yeah that's, I hadn't heard that bit. You know, I kind of read enough about the details to know about it, but then I heard, I heard there's people linking to it like, oh yeah, here's footage of it going down. I'm like, no, I don't want to watch that many people get gunned down. That's crazy too. Like, it's already depressing. You have to read about it. But I get kicked off of fucking Facebook. I reposted a picture of the lotion dude from Silence oh, yeah. of the Lambs and got fucking booted up. Would you fuck me? I'd fuck me. you guys didn't give two shits about it i post it now and now it's the most offensive fucking thing ever i was like you don't actually even see any genitalia i mean yeah. he's got nipples they're worthless they're no. <laughs> i guess they count pubes <laughs> like a little bit of a hairline is that what it yeah. is is that what got yeah. me the hairline i think i think once you see uh, pubes that's when you can start counting as pornography when there's oh, grass on the field play ball <laughs> <laughs> And I read that this went on on Facebook. This was live. I read that it was on 8chan, but I think that that was a typographical error because it's called 4chan, right? Yeah. Yeah. 4chan is a shithole. Yeah. (sighs) That's where a lot of the alt-right kind of hangs out. Good. We can just... Omit that whole part of the internet. (laughs) Right. I just... Crazy. Mm -hmm. Hello, brother. Yeah. I mean, uh, it's funny because the day after that happened, Reddit banned a bunch of subreddits that are... There was a Reddit called Watch People Die. And it's literally where you just see people die in accidents and murders and stuff like that. And they completely removed all those Reddits yesterday. No, I didn't hear any sound either. Oh. I think someone I, just I did heard, it. Yep. I heard a cat. Ignore me the whole time I'm home. And then the moment I get up to record, like, okay, mm-hmm. I'm going to start yelling at you. Just like a woman. <laughs> so is this thing on, Pop? He's basically my girlfriend at this point. He cuddles with me and yells at me when I'm not doing anything. <laughs> You take the bad, you take them both, and there you have the facts of life. The facts of life. I have a cool picture to send you guys based on Tanya's Fuck, Mary Kill. <laughs> I just flashed. I was like, oh, fuck. I got to look up the Fuck, Mary Kill again. <laughs> I, don't, I think I recognized one of them. 2D? I think so, yeah. 2, 2, 2, D, goodbye. 2, 2, 2, D, don't cry. Did you ever watch The Facts Alive? Yeah. Who? Oh, who do you not recognize? Because I assumed it would have been Kimberly Fields. Yeah, Kimberly Fields. That was the one I was like, uh... I didn't know who she was, but yeah. I know who she is now. You're probably too young for The Facts of Life, huh? I remember it being, like, on reruns. We're going to have the birds and the bees talk? <laughs> Where do babies come from? <laughs> You're pretty traumatized by now. <laughs> It goes inside of what? <laughs> but don't they look alike in that picture? Oh, hold on. Oh, you know what's funny, though? If you look at that picture, it says it's a different Jackson. I think there's three chicks in there and a dude. No, there's two chicks and a dude. I see it Rebel says... Jackson. Oh, maybe your picture's different. It says Rebel Rebel Jackson, Kim Fields, I'll Be Sure, and Janet Jackson. She's on the right. Oh, there she is. 
Well, you know, they were in they were in good times together. They were friends on good times. Good times. And that's how old I am. I watched Good Times. <laughs> <laughs> Reruns of when did that show come out? Good Times. Jesus Christ. Good Times. Good Times came out. It was on from February eighth, nineteen seventy four, to August first, nineteen seventy nine. And then I was born the next year. Yeah, that's crazy. So I would have been watching syndication, but still, as a girl from St. Louis, I totally related to it because I was in St. Louis and we had black people around me, not like here in California or everywhere else I've lived since Houston or Massachusetts. But <laughs> it's available on Amazon Prime. If you want to binge watch yesteryear. <laughs> yeah, I had no idea who she was, but I knew Tootie. <laughs> so I don't know if you guys know, but Janet Jackson's going to be inducted into the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. Oh, good. So I was thinking for our Fuck, Mary Kill, we could go with these folks here because Janelle Monet is going to introduce her. I and mean, I thought to myself, that's kind of funny because if Kim Fields and Janet Jackson were to have a baby, I think it would be Janelle Monet. Uh, <laughs> she does have the same kind of vibe. <laughs> Janet Jackson and Kim Fields. Kim Fields is actually better known for her role as Tootie in Facts of Life, who I totally had a crush on. I thought she was just that, just that extra bounce in the show. Wait a just... minute. You ruined our theory from the last podcast. What's that? Once you go black, you never go back. We'll see. See, I thought about that. But like, I also have like a super huge crush on Janelle Monet. I just think she is. I'm just filling. I get it. <laughs> so, so no, 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 no. So like, so like, listen, listen, listen. Like, I know I couldn't put her on a laminated card because I'm afraid I wouldn't come back. <laughs> Whatever, get out of here. Whatever, get out of here. I mean, you gotta admit, she's pretty fucking fine. She's also kind of like a mix between Janet Jackson and Anita Baker, but I knew you guys wouldn't know who Anita Baker was, so. Anita, yeah, what? You're correct. <laughs> <laughs> The other thing about Janelle Monet is she's a Midwestern girl. She's from Kansas City. Nice. Kansas City. Here's a funny picture. Beep boop beep boop beep boop boop. <laughs> <laughs> Typing sounds. <laughs> oh, that's an awesome picture. Right? That's a good family photo. Yeah. Uh-uh. Uh, that's cute. That's straight from the A, so I wonder if she... I think you only like it because she's got blonde hair there. <laughs> I just think it's funny. For cause... some reason, I identify with this picture. <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, jeepers creepers. <laughs> Let's see. So, fuck, Mary kill, Kim Fields, Janet Jackson, and Janelle Monet. I mean, don't sound too excited about any of these options. I mean, have you guys listened to any of their music? I mean, Janet Jackson's Velvet Rope? Come on. <laughs> no, no. I remember her HBO tour, and it was good, and she was definitely fuckable at that point. At that point. <laughs> you know, this, is, this is how old I am. I can remember distinctively being in a Sam Goody with a huge fucking box display of Janet Jackson that their promotion came in, and it was Janet Jackson stacked in these this graphic on these boxes. So come on, hit you some black girls, kids. Let's go. <laughs> well, I was... Oh, I thought that was leading, so I was waiting. Nah. <laughs> so, so I put up, what is it, the grapevine, the root, and it says, you know, the article of Janelle Monet inducting Janet Jackson into the 2019 Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. It says yeah. the performance, HBO's, per HBO's press release, the complete lineup is Trent Rezor from Nine Inch Nails presenting The Cure. What? That's crazy. That's cool. Brian May of Queen presenting for Def Leppard. That's cool. Janelle Monet presenting Janet Jackson. Harry Styles presenting for Stevie Nicks. David Barn? B-Y-R-N-E? Oh, David, from Talking Heads? I think so. David Barn presenting the rate. The Radiohead. The David Radiohead. Barn pres <laughs> Sorry. And then John Taylor and Simon LeBon for of Duran Duran are presenting for Roxy Music. And Susan Hoffs of the Bangles is presenting for the Zombies. Zombie. <laughs> no, we're talking like pool hall zombies. More, more human than the human. <laughs> Not those zombies. <laughs> oh. It's a time 
talking heads david barn i feel so good about myself or i am dying i can't so, figure out which is happening first <laughs> and th- and this will be airing saturday april 27th on hbo at 8 p.m eastern time Ooh. so that actually be cool but back to who i'm banging <laughs> who you gonna bang we now return to you <laughs> this regularly scheduled banging moment <laughs> ding, ding, ding. bang on well, I think um, I think I'm gonna have to marry Janelle Monet because she actually is gay, so that works out, and she's fuckable. Well, I don't know if she's gay. She's Hollywood gay, so she's at least bi. Whatever. I mean, on on the day that she's into chicks, <laughs> she's gay. Options oh, sure. available. I don't, I'm, I'm cool. <laughs> Whatever keeps me from not getting work, that's the one I am. <laughs> well, on the non-gay days, I won't have her. But on the gay days... On the gay days, I love it. <laughs> we'll be happily married. <laughs> I like like the thing you have like a little calendar and you have like little days that are highlighted or like you paint with rainbows. Be like these are gonna be my gay days. Oh, do you hose her off like after a non-gay day? Yep. I'm just gonna wash the gay away. I'm gonna wash that man right out of my hair. I'm gonna wash that man right out of my hair. I'm gonna and it exfoliates. I'm really sorry, Janelle Monet. <laughs> it's all it comes from a place of love. <laughs> but is she re- is she really? I thought she she said. I think she was gay. I think the, I think the term is fluid. I'm fluid. Yeah. Whatever I land on and feels good to me, that's the one I'm going with, which is okay. Yep. That's cool. The easy ballpark term is just calling pansexual because that's like if I'm attracted to this person, I'm attracted to that person. Doesn't matter who they are, kind of thing. I'm getting cranky. There's just so many labels. I'm yeah. just like, are you? I feel like. Do you like yeah. the bone? I like the bone. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's just it says that she came out as pansexual. So uh, yeah. on the day Young she's not Tyler. in the kitchen is the days that I'll be banging her. <laughs> Get <What's>, it? What? <laughs> What'd you just say? On the day she's not in the kitchen are the days oh. I'll be banging her because she's. Pansexual. You're just reinforcing gender stereotypes, Julie. Wow, that is like the ultimate pun buster, man. <laughs> it's in the name, Pan. No, no, no. And and to think I asked for you to repeat that when we could have just moseyed right along. <laughs> I'm, a, I'm a victim of my own poor decisions. <laughs> What the fuck is pansexual then? She says it's not the same as bisexual. Oh, I don't know. Tyler, young man Tyler. Pansexual can apply to intersex or trans people who are in transition kind of thing. It, it kind of it's a, you know, pan being all. It's like you're attracted to all people essentially, like regardless of what they they're non-binary or whatnot. You know what's crazy is I was afraid we were going to have to talk to him about the birds and the bees, and it's really coming out to be quite the contrary. (laughs) (laughs) So is this when we insert the song, Pass the Doji Pan left-hand side? (laughs) Um, Yes, absolutely. (laughs) Pass the Doji Pan left-hand side. Okay, so... It's one of those I had to st- I had to study up so I don't offend people, <laughs> and I'm like, well, pansexual kind of applies to me, but I, I always say bisexual because if you say pansexual, the most people are like, what's that? You like pans? You like the fuck kitchenware? <laughs> you weirdo. I'm like, yeah, well, kitchenware can be sexy, okay? Don't judge me. <laughs> Why do you think it's nonstick? My favorite part is that where the hoe ducks he's talking to, fucking gays, get with it. <laughs> I can't keep track of all those letters. I feel like it keeps growing. That's why they just stop with the plus. <laughs> Right? Plus everything. Yeah, just just everything. That's a a marginalized group. Janet Jackson's a little bi, right? She's gotta be. Oh, yeah, I'm sure. But, okay, so back to our main trifecta. I will uh, marry Janelle Monae for 
multiple bonings when she feels like it. No pressure. <laughs> when you're ready, I'm here. <laughs> exactly. And then I will, man, I got nothing against Tootie, but it's hard to uh, think of Kim's Fields as anything beyond Tootie. She's aging way better than Janet Jackson. I mean, this if is we true. Were, if I was we gonna were, say, like, we were gonna go on a hot scale alone. Oh, she's. <laughs> I would say like some of the pictures. I was looking at, like her early pictures. Like okay, but now I see like her, her older. Like wow, she aged beautifully. Yeah, she, like she I might did. start drinking wine. I'm like, <laughs> <laughs> but I am going to be very specific, Jackson. If you're nasty. Yes, I'm only going to fuck Miss Janet Jackson if she's nasty. <laughs> <laughs> only on a nasty day do I get yeah. Janet Jackson. <laughs> what does the nasty day look like on the calendar? <laughs> Good times. So I, I unfortunately will have to kill 2D. And oh, the, oh wow, that's awkward. Uh, it says, Nasty is a song by American singer Janet Jackson from her third album, Control. It was released in, wait for it, April 15th, 1986. Jeez. So, I'm going to say, I'm going to fuck Janet Jackson if she's nasty from 1986 looking good. However, I don't want to be at the age I was at in 1986. <laughs> Five. <laughs> <laughs> Me now, her then. <laughs> just clarify. I mean, oh, that joke's so easy. We just watched that HBO Michael Jackson thing. We'll have to talk about that later. We're not, okay. not going to scuzz you up, girl. But oh, five. <laughs> so yeah, that that's my wonderful path of fuck Mary kill. <laughs> oh man, I, you know I I'm gonna marry Janet Jackson. I'm gonna save her. I'm gonna be her hero and fucking <laughs> save her from. She's all about that to get shit. to the Hall of Fame. So fucking. I mean, I know, but she's living in Hotlanta. It can't be that great. <laughs> but you know, I think I think Janelle Monae is too. It's too hot, man. I have to think about this. Actually, for a it, I think Kim Fields lives there as well. Oh, oh, we have a problem. It's humid there. <laughs> oh man, that sweat on your perineum is gonna really be an awful thing. I don't know what that. I don't know what that is. Oh, your, your taint. <laughs> My oh, oh, taint. What do you think? Oh well, yeah, I, I see that guy's video. Nathan Fillion talking about swamp ass, uh, using the fan on his butt. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. cornstarch, my friend, cornstarch. I feel like I feel like that, that's a callback to whatever episode that was. <laughs> no, I'm I'm marrying Janet Jackson because she only felt like she had to get nasty because like nobody was paying attention to her natural talents and she wasn't hurting anybody. Yeah, but she also Janet Jackson also looked really good in that HBO Ooh, show that concert special, special that we from... fucking watched over at Dulce's house, <laughs> like on accident in the two thousands. When was mm. that? That was like a million years was ago. Two thousand one. A space odyssey. <laughs> all of you is two thousand one. Yeah. So, and all of her looked damn good then. So. Yeah. I was gonna say that's that's kind of where I, I like my when I think Janet Jackson I think of that era you know the 90s and early aughts yeah that's my like, Janet yeah <laughs> Velvet Rope is a great album everybody should own Velvet Rope See, now I know. See, that's quite the conundrum. Killing is such a harsh word. Can we say putting out of one's misery? <laughs> so let's, let's make it a Marvel reference and snap them so they just disappear. <laughs> <laughs> They're just wiped out. <laughs> oh, man. Snap it to oblivion. <laughs> I don't know. See, I think I could potentially be in a relationship with all three of these girls. Yeah. 
for sure. But that's that's, that's why that's it's a good fuck Mary Coke. You got to you got to think about it. You got to really sometimes it's like hard. It's like oh fuck, am I gonna kill this toaster strudel or uh-uh. bacon? <laughs> Oh, well, the bacon technically is already dead. See? See, that's how my brain works. (laughs) All right, so I'm saving Janet Jackson. We're getting married, girl. But not not only that Super Bowl accident nipple shit. That was kind of (laughs) weird. I'm going to fuck Janelle Monae because that's a super fantasy. And I can't, I can't, I can't marry her. But I don't know. But if I fuck her, I'm afraid I'm not going to come back. See, this is what I'm concerned about. (laughs) I think I'm going to have to kill Janelle Monae. And fuck Kimberly Fields. <laughs> oh, like damn, girl. Well, for a second, I thought he said, I'm going to kill Janelle Monet in front of Kim Fields. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, whoa. That's hard. This is for you, Kimberly. This is for you. <laughs> oh, man. That's terrible. I. <laughs> yep. That's really funny. And her last <laughs> words were, tootie. <laughs> <laughs> uh, there you go. God, I hate these fucking things. Your turn. <laughs> All right. So I think I'm going to. I, I was kind of tossing up between Janet and Janelle to marry. Wait, wait, wait. I think what were you tossing? Salads. <laughs> My taint, apparently. Yep. Your perineum. You think perineum? You'll have to say it a third time before it really sticks. It'll be like it'll be like Beetlejuice. The, the, per, uh, the perineum goggle up here. <laughs> there it is. Look behind you. <laughs> Man, I'm like two inches, I'm sitting two inches higher. <laughs> so I'm debating, and I think I'm going to fuck Janet Jackson because. There Julie, there you go. <laughs> when she was, you know, in her prime, I was kind of going through puberty, so there was very. Uh... So you're telling us you have already fucked Janet Jackson? <laughs> <laughs> Not literally, but the. You know... <laughs> You know how cute I always thought you were. (laughs) Great timing. There's yep. no return from that fly trap. That's that's, yep. (laughs) (laughs) good. Feed me, Seymour. No. Sorry. <laughs> and then he started singing Rhythm Nation. Five, four, three, two, one. But yeah, so I'm going to fuck Janet because very formative experience there. <laughs> I think, yeah, formative experience. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to marry Janelle Monet because I'm more familiar with her work. You know, I've heard her music and a lot of like really good movies like Hidden Figures and I think it was Moonlight. I do want to see Hidden Figures. Oh, I got to see that. Yeah. We were talking yeah. about seeing that. And you know, what's really funny is I'm like, although I'm not one of those people who's like, you can't have multiple mediums of art that you work with. I haven't, I hadn't actually watched any of her films, which is really shame on me, but I do love her music. <laughs> like I, like those yeah. are her, her music I own on vinyl because like you, those are albums you can listen from beginning to end. Yeah, exactly. And then, yeah, I'm going to kill Kim Fields, even though she does look like a babe. I just not familiar with her and that's usually how it is it's always funny it's always right. the only person i don't know i'm like well i'm gonna kill him because i don't i don't know yeah exactly yeah i just don't i'm not familiar with this person i did see that she was in the real wives of atlanta so that's reason enough right there <laughs> oh god is that real yeah i guess she was in housewives thing huh. i mean girl gotta make a living fuck it yeah you gotta you gotta make yep. some cash you gotta make some cash yeah, it's an industry where you kind of have to get work where you can. So the Hidden Figures movie, I was listening to... Houston, we have a podcast. Mm. And they actually have a episode about NASA in Hollywood and how some of these movies essentially get backing by NASA. It was pretty cool to see their process. They were like, you know, we can only take on so many projects because they get projects left and right requesting to utilize the insignia and they said it was easier to figure out documentaries because obviously it's combing through it and seeing how factual it is but when they have you know these movies like hidden figures and first man gravity and they actually even talked about how they were involved in interstellar but not until the end process yeah but it was kind of cool they have you know like a whole team that's devoted to that end of the 
industry getting people interested into science and space through these mediums and pop culture. Yeah. Yeah. Well, it makes sense because like it's it's funny because I have noticed like anecdotally like just out and about in public I see a lot more people wearing like NASA shirts and yeah. like the official NASA logo on a shirt kind of thing. Kind I see a lot of people just wearing that around. Yeah, totally. Yeah, and it's kind of it's 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 cool to see. It's like oh, people are still like interested in the space program. Yeah. Or maybe people feel comfortable saying they're they're interested. Maybe that's the other thing. Yeah, that's true. Our culture has an amazing way of stifling uh, anything that's intelligent. Yeah, for sure. Well, we, you know, during the Apollo program, it was like it was a national celebration. It's like this. Look what we did. We fucking did it kind of thing. Yeah. And then we did it. And then it kind of petered out. Yeah. Then we had like some tragedies. And, and then it got shunned as like, only nerds like this crap. Yeah. Right. Fun fact. They refer to the round NASA logo as the meatball. <laughs> <laughs> nice. But it was kind of interesting because he did mention Hidden Figures, which was about the three women involved in the NASA program. Yeah. During a certain period of time. But he said that, you know, sometimes they do have to give them liberty because the movies want to tell a story with drama and, and effects. Yeah. And he said that that movie takes place within a short span of time when in all actuality it was more like, a, you know, I don't remember exactly like 20, 30 years time span. I was say, imagine but, years. <laughs> yeah. So they just, you know, obviously for the sake of television entertainment they set yeah. it up and whatnot but um, yeah well they have to you know they have to create a narrative yeah what was interesting too was this movie first man which is the one that's out on dvd now with ryan gosling <laughs> the they did an interview the nasa guy interviewed the cast who he knew because he had worked with them through the film and he asked all four of them i don't remember all of their names but ryan gosling and lucas haas were the two people i remember he was like would you would you go to space knowing what you know now and experiencing space in a weird way that nobody else really has ever experienced and having all this extra knowledge? Would you would you go to space now? And Lucas Haas was like, oh, hell yeah, that would be fucking awesome. And then Ryan Gosling was like, no. Yeah, he pulled a fucking <laughs> yeah. Joe Biden and was like, no, I would not let my family fly during the pig flu crisis. I would tell members of my family, and I have, I wouldn't go anywhere in confined places now. Mm -mm, no, that's right. Yeah. You got me alive. Yeah. <laughs> Is this a hot mic? <laughs> I think in part it was probably because of the roles that he played. You know, he was like the main character who experienced yeah, all the pain. Mm, yeah, exactly. Yeah, no. Mm -mm. I'm with him. Couldn't do it. But I thought I thought that was interesting. So uh, if you're listening to a podcast and you know about other podcasts, you should put that podcast into your ear holes. <laughs> yep. What else is new? I have a good now for something completely different after boning a bunch of chicks mm -hmm. in, a, in a little episode of murder here and there. Huh. <laughs> Three of them. <laughs> and and much to everybody's dismay, it wasn't in front of one of them. No. <laughs> <laughs> but now I realize I'm not thinking hard enough. <laughs> I was like, oh, I didn't know I could do that. <laughs> no, well, it, well, it's because like when you first said that, I heard, I heard that you said, I'm going to do it in front of. And I was like, Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> Julie, get out of the house. <laughs> This is what I'm doing. This is where I'm going. I mean, you know, Van Gogh cutting his ear off for somebody. That's amateur work. I'm going to murder somebody in front of the person I love. <laughs> oh, my God. That's amazing. It's it's better than a Hallmark card. Oh, man. <laughs> you can use the ear as a Hallmark card. There you go. <laughs> Unless you're in USC. I sent this video the other day because the last two episodes we've kind of spoken of cows yeah <laughs> i fell out a youtube hole on their channel <laughs> did you yeah was, what was the name of them it's like our wyoming life or something like that yeah. I, like, I like to watch cows listen to music yeah i don't, I don't think i've listened to that <gasps> oh you should you've seen the videos of like people playing music and then cows come running kind of yes. thing yeah those are like my favorite yes, thing on the internet i'm with you i am with you 110 percent. i could watch that shit for hours have you seen the one of the guy playing lord uh, royals on a trump like on a, on a trumpet and then the mm -hmm, cows come mm -hmm, mm -hmm. yeah <laughs> totally i'm gonna see if it's beautiful in fact uh, julia i'm a little upset that you haven't seen this it's amazing oh i'm, I'm looking up for julia right now <laughs> <laughs> okay yeah it's the serenading cattle's oh, trombone mm. that's what it was I, I don't know instruments no trombones are fine i said tim leary the other podcast and i was like it's tom i own the, i own that vinyl what am i doing <laughs> that's okay 
no it's it that's the thing about brains that people don't want to accept brains aren't accurate they're approximate (laughs) (laughs) like that's why you know we have a lot of we have a lot of problems with like witness testimonies because brains have a way of they don't remember details they remember generalizations and ideas and feelings from it to not have to if that scenario repeats how to react to it kind of thing but it's not going to remember the exact detail of every little thing so we're right. so. At, the, at the end of the day, we're just survivors. <laughs> yeah, well, that's that's what our brains are built to do. Our brains are built to keep us alive, yeah. like keep our biology functioning and react to our environment in a, an appropriate way to keep us alive. That's right. Well, I got sucked into the Lord Cow thing. What is, I don't, I don't have it. How come I don't have it? Oh, I oh, just googled it myself. Sorry. Oh, there you go. Oh, sorry, I thought it was getting sent. <laughs> oh, once, once she said she had it, I didn't send it. I recognize the chair. Yep, <laughs> and it's such a it's such a great slow build of them like cresting the hill. <laughs> Do you think they're just ready for some food? No, well, no, they love music. Yeah, well, they love music. They're they're also very curious. That's what a lot of people talk about like they work with cows. Like they're very curious about things and like the world around them. Well, what was cool on the um, YouTube video from our Wyoming life was they had a bunch of little cow facts, and we had made a few cow fart jokes. And I just wanted to see how accurate we were. Which, by the way, suck for them because they can smell that from seven miles away. <laughs> it's probably one of those they get sent blindness because they smell it all the time. <laughs> right, right. At least for their sake. My shit don't stink. What are you talking about? <laughs> yeah. But what was interesting was it said cows share 80% of their genes with humans. They're also pregnant for a nine-month span. They get bitchy and moody at the end of it. And when a cow is born, it weighs between 60 and 100 pounds. Could you imagine birthing something that weighs 60 to 100 pounds? Your mom told me that you weighed eight pounds. And I can't imagine that at all. That sounds mighty painful. (laughs) Yeah. Well, you got to figure modern... In modern ways of birthing, they literally put a chain on it and yank it out kind of thing. I think they had to do the same thing for Julie. Probably. (laughs) All right, we got a big one. Get the chain. I was huge compared to my brother. He was like six pounds. I was eight, eight. That's why some babies had an oval head because they'd use the forceps and the fucking salad tongs and squeeze too hard trying to pull that out. (laughs) My kid looks like a fucking peanut. What the fuck? (laughs) Yeah, I I have. There's a reason I have a very round face because I was a C-section baby. There you go. I was too. That's crazy. I wasn't. I got a round head. I find that people that were C-sections are different. I just think they're different. You got man, I can I can vouch for this. I got two <laughs> two wackadoos over here on the other end of the microphone. Can confirm. <laughs> Sorry, I'm still watching the cow video. <laughs> she was like, oh yawn, Tanya. <laughs> no, I love it because just like all the cows like slowly just like I know. looking and wagging the tails and just kind of like watching. Have you seen the <laughs> elephant play music? Hey, look, look. Uh-uh. Oh. Oh. That's a fun little fi- side story, but I'll, I'll go ahead and go first. Okay, no, you go ahead. Remind I'm going to try to find the video. I'm going to finish my damn cow thing. Oh, sorry, Julie. Uh, we'll edit it in. <laughs> That's how it goes. I got to find the picture of it. Yeah. What else was interesting about cows is that they can see almost 360 degrees around them. Yeah. And they're, it said that they do have poor depth perception and they can't see directly in front of them or directly behind them and mostly in front of them because their nose is so big. And that's why they have such a great sense of smell. That sucks. Yeah, they can smell up to six miles away. But a lot of people think that cows have four stomachs, but it's that's actually not I true. I did watch the, the video, yeah. There's like a section for like real garbage that gets tossed in one section. So like rocks and unfortunately trash that we leave behind. That gets put yeah, in one Yeah, they only section. have one, one stomach, but it has four compartments. So that's, I guess, why people think they have four stomachs. Yeah, so it's like like chambers as opposed to individual stomachs. One really big motherfucking stomach with four, <laughs> with all the chambers inside of it. It said they ate 30 pounds of food a day, which means they'll eat for six hours a day and chew their cud for eight hours. You know, I felt a little stupid, but it was the first time I totally understood what cud was. So they're regurgitating the food, chewing on it several times and passing it through that process over and over and over again that would suck 
But their fat asses could run fucking 30 miles per hour for like seven miles also. So that's, that was impressive. For short distances, not it says that they they ran eight to 10 miles per hour for an extended yeah. period of time. But if they have to run, they have to sprint, basically, they can oh, run gotcha, up to gotcha. 30 miles per hour. Gotcha. Yep. It's a joy to be a quadruped. <laughs> the best part is they drink 15 to 30 gallons of water. But they shit 65 pounds <laughs> of shit yeah. a day, depending on their water consumption. So yeah. that's why cows are always farting, because they're shitting well, 65 yeah. pounds. <laughs> well, you got to figure, you know, they're eating grass, and it's hard for that to break down. So basically, they got to let it ferment and, you know, percolate inside percolate, of them right, to, right. Get, to get all the nutrients they can out of it. <laughs> Talking about elephants, fun fact, I always neglect to share, my aunt was an elephant trainer. And the picture I just sent to our, our group chat is a picture of my brother when the elephant visited the house that I grew up in. Oh. So that's my, that's my brother. Her, uh, her name was Akili. Oh my God, and that is amazing. Yeah, and like the way you greet her is by blowing in her, in her trunk. And so she'd recognize who you are. Cute. Oh, yeah. Tyler. So like you know, t- every time you go up to her, like she like put out her trunk to like have you blow in it to like figure out who you were, kind of thing. That is amazing. Oh my god. So how it's does a, one travel with an elephant? That is a beautiful <laughs> photo. <laughs> yeah, that's a picture taken by the Monterey County Herald, which I think is still working at this point. I'm not sure if they. <laughs> I don't subscribe to newspapers, so uh, no. But no, it's a sad, sad truth. No, it's real. Yeah, print media is dead. Sorry, guys. Right. That's why we're on a podcast. But you know what? I learn better when I have tactile senses. Mm-hmm. I don't know. It's just not the same. But anyway, sorry. Oh, ahead. but yeah. Anyway, she uh, worked with the circus, and so she'd travel around the circus with Akili. That's really cool. So, like, growing up as a kid, we'd go visit my Aunt Dot, and she had an elephant, and you'd hang out with an elephant and feed my it. My Aunt and... Dot. That's even fucking better. That's amazing. Yeah. <laughs> I had an Aunt Dorothy, but she wasn't an Aunt Dot. Your family sounds super cool. <laughs> <laughs> well, the, the funny tradition that I always liked was when it was someone's birthday, they'd shove the person under the bed. I don't know where it came from, but it was a thing they would do. And I remember Aunt Dot's being like, she just fought like a motherfucker to not be shoved under a bed <laughs> so like basically a bunch of people would like bum rush you on your birthday and grab you and put you under the bed and then they'd let you go but i was just like i don't know where that came from it's <laughs> really funny Crazy. so like you could have literally ran away to the circus as a kid if you wanted i could have that was like a probable thing yeah <laughs> but yeah it was it was really kind of cool interacting with the elephant as a kid i mean obviously at the time i didn't fully appreciate but now it's like oh that's right i got to like hang out with an elephant that's really cute elephants are fucking rad check out oh, this yeah. video i sent of this elephant here playing a fucking harmonica you know what <laughs> elephants are smarter than humans in the fact that seven percent of american adults think that chocolate milk comes from brown cows zero <laughs> yep. percent of elephants think that like the optimist in me said okay two percent of these people were just being smart asses worst case scenario yeah, that's trolling five percent of the population <laughs> yeah that's crazy yep but yeah that was that was just my thing on uh cows cows everybody loves cows i i it's funny because like i drive to work and a lot of times i go through a lot of countryside heading there and there's a lot of cow pastures but it's always nice especially like after it's rain it's all everything's all green it's like you see a bunch of cows on like a hillside and it's like oh buddies are getting food <laughs> <laughs> they're pretty yeah i like cows every time i've interacted with a cow it's been a really fun experience well they're very they're very sweet they're also very tasty, so I feel bad mm-hmm. about that, but... That's part of the reason I don't eat a lot of steak. <laughs> All right. I'm sure if I ever interacted with a pig, I'd probably start, like, losing my interest in carnitas. <laughs> <laughs> right. It's interesting, because they did say that the cows are, like, a really social animal. Yeah, how they have their own, like, social circles and hierarchy. Yeah, and, and they, they, like, make friends and bond with them and kind of, like, you're my best friend, so they stick together for a really long time. Yeah. Yeah, I thought that was really cute. You know, what's weird about elephants is that when they're procreating because of their size, the penis moves itself. The elephant actually doesn't move. Well, this sounds like a energy saving. Like the body of the elephant. Yeah. So they just kind of like plug in. Have you seen a Boeing try to like refuel a jet? <laughs> but yeah, an elephant just like hooks up and it does it all for him. Like a little jackhammer. Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's, that is a fact. 
there's a Reddit I subscribe to on my uh, adorable animals account, and it's called Baby Elephant Gifts, and it's literally just a whole Reddit devoted to baby <laughs> elephants being adorable, and it is, <laughs> it's amazing. It's amazing. That's funny. Yeah, I have my politics account on reddit then i have my feel good i i'm done looking at politics i need to look at like baby animals <laughs> right. and like dogs and I cats i need to purge Aww. yeah purge how i feel elephants are yeah. cute and that they mourn sense. have you seen yeah. elephants mourning oh my god yeah it's no but i've seen them in the evening oh, oh. how does she do it folks <laughs> how please we'd like to know so we could turn please it call off. the one 800 number at the bottom <laughs> of your screen let our teleoperators know how that joke landed <laughs> i love it it's amazing oh look i'm looking at little visual video. jokes in audio medium <laughs> <laughs> whatever <laughs> <Yeah>. fuck it <laughs> but hey just so you know elephants do not like peanuts i've been lied to this whole time exactly cartoons lie elephant question who's gonna go see dumbo how does everyone feel about that what I, you hold know, on, what's the, going the, on tim burton's got a dumbo movie coming out soon did you see tim burton's Alice in wonderland yep <laughs> i'm a i'm a I'm an Alice in Wonderland fan, and I, I I actually went and paid money and saw that at a theater over the hill, and you know what I'm saying when I say over the hill, and it was not yep. worth it. Ooh. Oh, no, it was not. But the thing is, it's Tim Burton, but the thing is, like, I, I kind of want to see it because the cast is Eva Green, Colin Farrell, Danny DeVito, Michael Keaton. Oh, that does sound like a There's good like cast. There's, like, a good cast, but it's like... But can a good cast save a poor script, which it kind of, I'm afraid, I don't know if it's going to be a bad script. <laughs> I did see that they were coming out with it last weekend, I think, actually. We went to Disneyland and I saw that they were like promoting the new movie or whatever. I was kind of curious. It just, it's kind of weird. If it teaches anybody anything, you can keep a large animal tethered to a small object just with a little negative reinforcement. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know what's funny? It says it says here, despite elephant size, they can be turned off by the smallest of critters. One study found that they avoid eating a type of tree that is a home to ants. Underfoot, ants can be crushed, but an elephant wants to avoid getting the ants stuck in its trunk. Right? Because how are they going to get the full of sensitive nerve endings? I mean, I wouldn't want to eat something that had like a swarm of ants in it. <laughs> yeah, right. I just think they're smart, right? Yep. I uh, I don't like anything up my nose. I will clean my nose out immediately I, at anybody's expense. I'm like, mm -mm, I don't like my nose. Ooh, can you imagine having ants? Sorry, up guys, it's happening. That's right. <laughs> it also says elephants are pregnant for 22 months oh god Jeez. Oh. You, i'd be like just kill me <laughs> maybe that's why there's a struggling population of elephants because they're like 22 months really we need to start some evolution i felt bad <laughs> for the cows it. jesus christ i feel bad for women <laughs> right don't do it don't do it <laughs> uh, it says that elephants can recognize themselves in a mirror and that they can get sunburned what that doesn't so that's seem what, fair so that's why they're why they throw sand on their backs and on their heads. Oh, that's a terrible existence. Sun, sunburned and to keep the bugs off. Come on, evolution, catch up. Right? Aww. I was at a party one time and somebody was like, "Fucking pandas, just fuck." So there's more of you, and we could stop talking about you. And I was like, "That's the fucking meanest thing I've ever heard." <laughs> <laughs> that whole thing about how if a panda has twins, it'll only pay attention to one; it'll ignore the other. So like. In, when they're in zoos cows will do the same thing yeah they have to like switch them out to make sure that you know they're both getting cared yeah, for exactly <laughs> that's crazy sea lions <laughs> will do the same thing too yeah it's, that's a weird biological trait it's like how's that still being carried on that, that's, apparently it works because they're still around but <laughs> that's funny i don't know that that, that did like break my heart a little that trailer yeah i'm kind of on the fence about it because i don't know oh wait did you send a trailer i missed it oh yeah it's in the uh, group chat sorry I was busy reading uh, fun facts about elephants and how they do oh, no, not I get like peanuts. <laughs> shit up their nose. I mean, I don't like shit up my nose either. Except for it's cocaine. Some get a kick from cocaine. Hold it, hold it.
(laughs) (laughs) Surprise, I've been a coke addict this whole time. (laughs) Cocaine is like, like, it just does nothing for me. Just biologically, it does nothing for me. I just could give two solid shits less about fucking cocaine. But I have been around it a few times and have seen how it affects other people. And my, is that worth its weight in gold? (laughs) I always hear it's like people like, so my heart races and my balls hurt. Like I'm, like I'm like why would i ever want to do that that sounds terrible I, you were the first person to talk about their balls hurting why does that why is that a side effect i don't know that, i've always heard i don't know if that's a side effect of it but i've always i've always heard like uh, cocaine you makes your heart race and your balls hurt oh maybe from all that fucking you're doing i guess but i've never i've never fact, fact checked it yep <laughs> just beating it to me I just keep beating and beating and beating, but I just can't get to the end. God dang it. <laughs> it's, it's like Idiocracy, the bait channel. <laughs> <laughs> okay, cocaine abuse that presents with acute scrotal pain and mimics. I, I typed in cocaine pain balls. <laughs> cocaine balls. And mimics testicular torsion. Oh, God. No, testicular torsion. No, no. <laughs> What's that? Have you seen the guys that pick up the like the bricks with their balls? Yeah, no. Yeah, no. But you've seen it though, right? Yeah, I've, I've seen it, but no. <laughs> Actually, no. it's not their balls. It's their, well, well I, I think maybe it's two kinds. Like the Indian people do it with like their peens rolled up or some shit. Yeah, I, I assume it's a skin because it's not actually their balls. If, if there's balls, the vas deferens would uh, <laughs> sever. <laughs> We're totally calling this. Tyler teaches Julia and Tanya the birds and the bees. <laughs> <laughs> I've taken some anatomy classes when I was aspiring a phlebotomist, and I some of that stuck around. <laughs> there you go. So why does it make your balls hurt? Um, I'm, I'm, I am reading the article about it right now. Well, I want to know, not because I like have the, balls. Read it yourself, motherfucker. Well, because the title of it is, you know, cocaine abuse that presents with acute uh, scrotal pain and mimics testicular torsion. And testicular torsion is like one of those things I'm just afraid of ever happening because apparently it's, everyone who's ever had it is just like it's terrible. Basically, what you're. Is it? Your balls, the you know, tubes, that, the vas deferens that connect to your testicles. You're basically your balls flip like a 360, and what? your everything gets tied up essentially. And they it starts swelling and starts inflating, and yeah. Um, this sounds like another good reason why not to be a dude. <laughs> dude, yep. you can dudes can break their dicks from fucking pounding, flying out of the cave and trying to can slam their way back in and hitting the fucking sidewall like fucking Wiley e. Coyote. They hear a pop and they're like, Whoa. I've had I've had some instances where like little mild twists when you do it, and it's like, oh, oh, okay, we need to take a break. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I've never I've never broken my dick, but I've, you know, you definitely you come back in and you, you hit the wrong spot and things bend, and you're like, oh god, okay, okay, shut it, shut it down. This motherfucker didn't even break his dick and listen to him right now. <laughs> do you put do you put a sling on it? <laughs> no, you just you just ice it a bit and you <laughs> and you leave it alone for a while. <laughs> Won't be using that for a while. <laughs> that sounds terrible. <laughs> uh, but yeah, uh, testicular torsion is extremely rare. Only 200,000 cases a year, but it is an emergency situation because it basically cuts off blood flow to the testicles. Oh, wow. Oopsie. Yeah. <laughs> So imagine it's like it's like a, it's like a heart attack for your balls That's essentially. Crazy. <laughs> I'm sorry, little guy. <laughs> yeah. On a related note, <laughs> how how is that even fucking possible? Ooh, let's, let's bring it back around ready? the balls. Ready for it? Ready, ready, <laughs> ready. ready? Oh, They're oh, coming out oh. with a show on Lorena Bobbitt Amazon. Oh, that is true, and you know it's a little crazy. It's from the executive producer of Jordan Peele. It's a four-part docu-series which investigates the events in 1993 where Lorena Bobbitt sliced off okay. her husband's penis after years of abuse. You had me at Jordan Peele. <laughs> you, right? Because I was like, how the fuck? Kind of like the Tanya Harding thing. I was like, how the fuck can you retell this tired-ass story? Because nobody got what they were supposed to get from it. It just became a fucking shit show. But, man, people are fucking twisting it back around. Let me see if I can find something... But you do know the penis is different from the balls, Julie, right? Oh. I mean, I was in the neighborhood, okay? I mean, it's the general vicinity. Man, I just have to say, uh, off the air. <laughs> yeah, I, I wanted to make that joke. I was like, oh, that's, that's low-hanging fruit. Oh. oh. That, on the other hand, will keep <laughs> 
man. And it's funny because I actually have another article I, I saved, but I decided not to talk about it. But now that we're talking I, about testicles, like, I can I use it. Do it, do it. <laughs> oh, get ready. Here comes the link. <laughs> He's like, here you go, dummies. <laughs> So basically, they found pesticides and whatnot have been destroying uh, <laughs> fertility in men. Yeah, basically killing off fertility, like the quality of what is. I thought that was like fluoride in my water or something. <laughs> the fluoride. There's been a 50% global reduction in sperm quality in the past 80 years. This actually doesn't just apply to humans. Actually, also apparently applies wait, to wait, dogs. Wait. Sperm a new study quality. Found... Oh yeah, man's best friend. Like sperm quality. So like. <laughs> Basically, we're shooting defective bullets. Hold, hold on, hold on. No, no, no. Let her have it. Well, like what, Julie? I, I, I don't know. <laughs> Come on. Tell us more. Tell me more. Tell me more. I just, I just, I, as a lesbian, do not think of the word sperm quality in a sentence together. Well, if you eat pineapple, Julie, go ahead, Todd. It tastes really sweet. <laughs> you guys know what it's like out there it's like they told us in training school it's an ovum i'm scared i don't want to go this is what all this training was for yeah but who knows what it's going to be like out there you saw slides in class yeah but you hear these strange stories you know like like there's this pill these women take or or sometimes the guys will slam their heads up against a wall of hard rubber oh that's nonsense here, what if it's a homosexual encounter? Look, this is no time to doubt our mission. You took an oath when you entered sperm training school to fertilize an ovum or die trying. No, I'm scared. I don't want to go out there. When they're talking about sperm quality, I think they're, they're meaning like <laughs> defectiveness of the genes and not being defective oh, kind of thing. I just Shoot imagine legs. a bunch of little doing like push-ups. A new study found that two chemical pollutants found around the home place degrade fertility in both men and dogs. One is DEHP, wildly abundant in homes and carpets, flooring, upholstery, clothes, wires, toys, and polychlorinated biphenyl 153. Damn it, we have some of that. <laughs> <laughs> yep. You know, I got that just sitting on the shelf. I use it as a flavor enhancer, flavor but the little that I know, right. I'm killing my balls the whole time. Oh, no, That's it so sure funny. the fuck isn't. But yeah, the chemicals we're using are basically fucking up fertility rates and the efficiency of our DNA. We're shooting at one another. Pew, pew, pew. That's all it really is. There's a Futurama joke about Bender the robot says like, you know, look at you disgusting humans shooting DNA at one another. <laughs> Referring to like sex is basically just shooting DNA basically. at each other. You know what's really interesting is women being on the pill has connected them with people that they wouldn't ordinarily be with if they weren't on the pill. Is that true? Because of their hormones. Uh-huh. Hold on. This is the birds and the bees episode. Yep. It says, live science, the pill makes women pick bad mates. Well, that's kind of fucked up because you got to uh, be on the pill in uh -huh. order to... Oh, it's, su it's super fucked up. That's why I'm pro-vasectomies. Everybody <laughs> fucking fuck raw dog. I don't give a shit. I mean, if that's what you want to do, do it. Fucking gay men have been doing it. They fucking have cured fucking AIDS practically at this point. Might as well, right? Yeah, so, so there's a fetish. It's called bug chasers where people want to have unprotected sex to get bugs well, that is the most disgusting thing oh my god oh. yeah don't go on grinder you find out some very upsetting <laughs> things <laughs> oh man i yeah i already know really honestly unfortunately i already know it says w that women who are on the pill prefer guys with matching mhc odors mm -hmm. mhc is major histocompatible complex genes they're in, involved in the immune response and other factors. And the best mates are those that have different MHC smells than you. So if you're on the pill, yeah. you're essentially fighting yourself. That. Is, that, is that what I'm reading? You're seeking out people that are similar to your immune system. Because like, I, I remember reading that once that when we choose mates, a lot of it, a lot of subconscious thing is smell. Yeah. Because we smell like the immune system. And so like, if we smell someone that is vastly different to us, they're more appealing because their makeup is completely different. And so it's like, oh, if I have, I have sex with this person and make a baby, we're going to have a baby that's going to have both of our traits. So, that, so it's going to have a better chance to survive kind of thing. Hmm. In the same token, that's why molestation is such a horrible thing, because mothers and fathers and their children and the parents should be 
unattracted to one another's smells. Yeah. I know there's, there's a term for it because they found, I remember reading something once and it's obviously, this getting it dark, kind of, but basically they found, you know, because when you grow up around certain people, you just not going to be sexually attracted to them because they're for your family, essentially. Mm-hmm. Your, your biology responds to them as family. So it's like, I need to go outside of my family to make a baby. But they found like separated twins or separating siblings that find each other later in life for one reason or another who don't know that they're related. They are really into each other because yeah, they have that. a lot of the usually same. usually happens with cousins, but yeah, it is happening yeah. with because of the way we procreate now via science. Yeah. I can't dig it up right now, but I remember reading something about that. Like, no, that, I didn't you know, know you're siblings. Totally, you're yeah. 100% right about that. Which is, it's, it's interesting, but it's like, oh, fuck, that's a right? <laughs> loophole in biology. Oh, I'd vomit if I wound up with my sibling. <laughs> <laughs> but that's what restarts a new loop, right? Uh, Which the is family tree becomes a circle. <laughs> family tree becomes a circle. <laughs> no, it disrupts the, it disrupts the loop, yeah. Yeah. This says women using birth control prefer men with less masculine faces compared to non-users. So <gasps> So you're saying there's a chance. <laughs> no, you know what women like to do? They like to hook up with really masculine guys because they know that their baby will survive, but they would rather be with a guy who's got a more feminine face because long term they know it's a better relationship. <gasps> so you're saying there's a chance. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, Tyler, I love you so much. Oh, God. The the title of this article on LiveScience.com says, Women on the pill choose less manly men. So again, there's there's a chance. chance. (laughs) Very interesting. I've been referred to as very femme a lot in my life, so I just, you know, I roll with it at this point. (laughs) He's like, I'm not in denial. I I don't care. I don't give a shit. I use what I use. Well, I think Janelle Monae will be down for whatever because she's pansexual, so... It don't matter. <laughs> I got the sensitive side and a beard. And a beard. <laughs> that's your thing. I so do some ladies, but that's usually not a good thing. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you for listening to this week's episode of Tri Pace Pod. Stay tuned for a part two, which will plop in two weeks. Don't forget to like and subscribe to Tri Pace Pod on iTunes, Google Play, or SoundCloud. It gives us the warm fuzzies. You can keep in touch or stalk us on Facebook, Instagram, or Twitter at TriPacePod. And of course, check out show notes, contact information, and buy merch at TriPacePod.com. And as always, we love you. We love you.